Murdoch. I'm coming to get you. Remember Sally when I promised to kill you last? I am by. Get off my plane. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubble. John, I'm not gonna shoot you between the eyes. I'm gonna shoot you between the balls. The disease. And I'm the cure. I'm gonna take you to the bank, Senator Trent. There can be only one. Dead or alive, you are coming with me. I'm going to kill them all, sir. Welcome to another episode of Gimme Back My Action Movies, the podcast. I am your host, Charlie. And with me, as always, is my mijo in another state, Nate. Say hello to the people, Nate. Be nice. Till it's time to not be nice. Be nice, Charlie. This whole episode. I'm always nice every episode. I'm the nicest guy ever and if you can't guess by those little drops of what movie we're doing if you didn't pay attention to the button you clicked we are doing roadhouse 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 oh it's time for swayze man oh that ass that hair that body everything about this man the charisma the charm. It, just, it oozes in a good way. The best sweaty way possible. The best sweaty way. I might be in love with Patrick Swayze. That's going to be a problem. I think everyone should be in love with Patrick Swayze. You ever like hit play on a movie and you're just smiling from ear to ear because you know for the next two hours you're going to be transported into a world of violence and chaos and just good, good-ass rock and roll music? Oh, dude. This... So this movie is another one of younger Charlie's, uh, I guess the right way to say it is, most watched. I know we talked about Beastmaster, that I watched that all the time. Also, TBS and TNT and all those channels played Roadhouse all the time. Yeah, they did. And Spike TV, all those channels. But I definitely thankfully, feel like the edited version was what I saw first. Oh, it was all first. <laughs> I definitely remember. Maybe it was seventh grade, eighth grade. I went to a buddy's house to play paintball in his backyard. And we didn't have like the auto paintballs. We had these single shot paintballs. Oh, the pumps. We got, the talons. Yeah, the pumps with the little. Yeah. Uh, CO2 cartridge. The little one. Yeah. The, yeah. You couldn't yeah, put the, the big tank on the talons. No, not Was at all. Was it gray? Uh, we had an all black one. Oh. Like orange handle. They look sweet. But I definitely remember Roadhouse was on. His mom was watching it, and we were kind of like sitting there watching it for a little bit. And that's when the strip club scene happened with Sam Elliott. And she went, oh, I don't remember there being this many boobs in this movie. <laughs> Yeah, unlike Beastmaster, which I didn't see unedited till this year, I have seen Roadhouse unedited earlier on. But I also remember the first time I watched it going, 
holy shit balls. There was so much more to the movie once I saw the unedited cut. It's the same thing of like RoboCop. I definitely don't think I saw the unedited copy of Ro- RoboCop until late teens. Oh, I saw the R-rated one immediately because Dad rented it. Um, now I never saw. I don't think anybody saw the director's cut till a lot later. But I own the. Yeah, that's what I'm cut. talking about. Because like I definitely remember the first time uh, when we see yeah. Murphy get killed. I'm like, I don't remember RoboCop being this violent. <laughs> yeah, the director's cut one. They they linger on a lot of stuff. Um, the the one guy gets shot up. A lot more. A lot than... longer. <laughs> yeah. I need to get yeah. that 4K release. I'm such an idiot for not pre-ordering it. I have it. Um, yeah, it's super hard to find now. I haven't popped it in yet because I'm pretty sure we're going to cover that movie pretty soon. Very um, soon. Yeah. When uh, I got the and... Best Buy, they're like, oh, we already sold out. I'm like, ah! Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I had mine pre-ordered since January. That was my birthday present. I you pre-ordered smart. it. Me not. (laughs) It's Robocop, man. I have it tattooed on my arm. How do I not get that one? I actually have the little poster that came in it framed behind me. So uh, (laughs) I like Robocop. But uh, all right. You know what? I'll get a Swayze tattoo. That's what I'll do. There you go. I'll get the one of it'll be on my entire back of him ripping out Jimmy's throat. That's it, man. That way you get both Swayze and Jimmy on this one. man. Yeah, That, that would be awesome. Well, tell you what, man, let's go ahead and hit this Roadhouse trailer because we're both itching to talk about some Swayze action, some Sam Elliott action, and just, yeah, Roadhouse is an action movie. I I don't care what anyone says. It's definitely pure action. It's pure, unadulterated action. But let's start with the trailer. Can I buy you guys a drink? Guess not. Patrick Swayze is... Dalton. I thought you'd be... bigger. Opinions vary. When he's around, anything can happen. How's a guy like you end up a bouncer? Just lucky, I guess. And usually does. Somebody gets in your face, I want you to be nice. Don't! Don't be rude! Ask him to walk, but be nice. Help this gentleman to the door. Until it's time to not be nice. So says the fighting philosopher. He may be hard to handle. I keep talking, you're going to go off thinking I'm a nice guy. I know you're not a nice guy. But he's easy to like. What's the matter, dog? Don't you like women? Worst I ever had was wonderful. He's not what you'd expect. I thought you'd be bigger. (laughs) But there's one thing you can count on. He's the best friend a good time ever had. Aren't you guys tired? Doc, I'll get all the sleep I need when I'm dead. This is my time. I'm not afraid of him. I guess you'll be having that fire sale now, all right? <laughs> Just your hands full, kid. I just think I'm looking at a dead man. <laughs> Patrick Swayze. For that line of work, I thought you'd be bigger. Gee, I've never heard that before. Roadhouse. So, I've seen this movie, I don't know, 50 plus times. This is a movie that I don't care 
what part of the movie it's in, what, you know, what I'm even doing. If it's on television, I'm watching Roadhouse or I'm having it on in the background or something like that. Oh, last summer I was watching Roadhouse and then it was like maybe the last 40 minutes of it. And Hannah had came home from work and sat down, just watched the rest of it with me. And they're like, oh, I've never seen Roadhouse before. I was like, oh, well, don't worry. We're going to watch it from beginning to end tomorrow. And literally, I just watched Roadhouse back to back. Like, yeah. I don't care. This movie will never get old to me. I love it so much. Yeah, this this is a comfort movie for me. I have... Definitely. This is definitely a comfort movie. If I'm feeling blue, put on Roadhouse. And it was, I had a deja vu moment when I was grabbing the trailer. So I know I've seen it unedited because that's how I remembered it. And, I, and again, if it's ever on television, it's the unedited version. But I've been watching the uncut version, the R-rated version, whatever you want to call it. I don't even know if there is a director's cut or an added scene. I don't scene think one. there is. But in that trailer, I realized that there are lines and scenes in the trailer that's not in the DVD but I remember them, and I'm pretty sure they're like the filler pieces from the television cut. Most likely. Yeah. Like, I bet if we were to ever get like an Arrow video re-release of this and not just the classic Blu-ray, we could get like a TV cut and Blu-ray, like radar cut. Yeah. That's what, like, but that's I the had, thing that some places do, so I can see it happening. I had that weird deja vu where I'm like, that wasn't in the movie last night. Why do I remember those certain lines you know I was like, it had to be the television cut because i've probably seen it as much as i have the throw the dvd in and watch it cut <laughs> you know <Yeah. laughs> or showtime only thing i was upset about was this just came off of tubi the other day this was on tubi for a while and then i go to uh pull it up so i could watch the best because i have like an old dvd copy of it i actually ordered Same. a Blu-ray last night so i rented it and I wanted it as high def as I could. And I was like, crap, I actually have to pay to rent it. This was on Tubi for like ever. It was streaming somewhere else. Oh, it was Showtime. Because I have Showtime Show right now. That's where I streamed it. Because I have the same thing, like an old DVD of it. But it was like, I yeah. want to see it in high quality. It uh, it told me I could get like the trial for Showtime. And I, I, I hate doing that because I forget and then I end up owning uh, Showtime for like a month. Nah, or two. Showtime's getting canceled like any day. I finished Dexter the New Blood last night, so <laughs> that was the only reason I got it. Now it's going to go away. Showtime's on its last legs, man. Yes. Remember when I said I'd cancel you last? <laughs> I lied. <laughs> That's what everyone's saying to Netflix right now. <laughs> Three months later, son of a bitch, I'm still paying for Showtime. <laughs> You get that notification, and it's already you've already paid for a month, so you hang on to it. Yep. That's their plan, man. They want you to forget in that month. Yeah, you know? that's probably will happen. <laughs> Xbox does it to me all the time. I'll get a fifteen dollar charge on my card every once in a while, and I'll be like, "Wait, is my one year up already?" And I'll go on there, and yep, sure enough, my gold membership's up, and I refuse <laughs> to do it monthly because I can go to Walmart no, buy the card so for fifty dollars. Yeah. I was like, nah, not today. For well, the longest uh, time I did it monthly, and then I went, wait a minute, this is a terrible finance decision. It's like double. Yeah. <laughs> it really is almost <laughs> double. Roadhouse, man. I was I was actually excited when Nate, we were making our schedule. And believe it or not, everyone, we have a schedule. Um, we're two months scheduled we're out professionals. on shows. 
We are, man. No more of this, uh, what do you want to do? But Nate threw out the suggestion of we should do Roadhouse. And I was like, yeah, there's no reason we shouldn't do this movie. Yeah, I've been wanting to do Roadhouse since you started the podcast. And I, I mean, wasn't even a part of the podcast. I no. was like, Roadhouse. 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 You know, that that's exactly Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Um, so I was like, yeah, cool. I, I love it. It, like I said, it's a comfort movie. It is uber violent. Um, so many. It's like a little bit of talk, exposition, fight. Little bit of exposition, fight, fight, exposition, fight. <laughs> that's oh yeah, that's this movie definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, it, it's just one of those things that it, every character is awesome in this movie. All oh, the cast in this one. is fan. Fantastic. They're fun. They're fantastic. Kelly Lynch is a great love interest. Yeah. Sam Elliott is the perfect person to be the grizzled old bouncer. Dude, put Sam Elliott in anything, and I'm probably gonna watch it. You yeah. know, that's uh Ben Garza has this slimy, smarmy oh. feel to him the entire You mean time. how Jeff Bezos is the bad guy in this movie? <laughs> it's basically it's older Bezos Jeff Bezos in a small town. Yeah, I like. You, I, I need eighties, like I need the eighties villain of like rich people being the bad guy to be a thing again in modern movies. Yeah, yeah, I do kind of <laughs> miss that. I do. I mean, we kind of. I think we got a little bit of that with like Lex Luthor and stuff like that, and some of the newer. Yeah, but I, I mean, I need something like this to where he's like, "Damn it, I built an Amazon in West Jefferson, Ohio." You're going to respect me. <laughs> I built this town from nothing. There was yeah. nothing until I got, I brought in the JC Penny, Nate. Exactly. Nate, did you know I brought in the JC Penny? I'll destroy the only car dealership with my monster truck and the whole town's going to root for me. Now, none of you suckers can buy a new car, but that's not my problem. He should have stayed on my side. Those poor station wagons, man. That <laughs> I cried during that scene. I just As, love that no one in the town is like, hey, wait a minute, like, knock this off. Now I gotta go to the buy here, pay here, and I don't want to do that. No, everyone in town is there watching it. it. <laughs> there were like a hundred people in that parking lot getting ready. <laughs> that the, oh, they're gonna crash through his whole dealership with Bigfoot without the name on the side. Basically what that was. And I love that. One of the henchmen has a monster truck. That yeah. like how yeah. awesome in eighties is that? Because every kid wanted a monster truck when growing up. I love Bigfoot growing up. Yeah. No, I mean it has a monster truck. It's got sports cars. It's got a red fox body Mustang the bad guy drives. It it God, see this movie just oozes eighties, man. It and does. You know what? Watching it now, it's just as good. I there's nothing that really doesn't hold up all that well you know how some movies you watch you're like oh i don't think we can do that anymore or you're like ah that's that that doesn't work i'm watching roadhouse going i think you could you could do it now this movie could and come out now and it'll go great the sad part is this movie was technically a flop like yeah. it was made for 17 million its opening opening weekend was 5.9 million and it grossed in the u.s in Canada, which is basically worldwide for it, thirty million, but it was still considered a flop. Like this, it was was not a good thing for Swayze at this time. Uh, no, but 
my God, this is peak Swayze. Yeah. This is, this is one of my favorite versions. So there's another movie Swayze does that I had saw before Roadhouse, and it was Steel Dawn. And I just got the DVD of it because Which Vestron did a I need re-release. To see that. I adore that movie. He is a post-apocalyptic like sword slinger. And he is like a paid I don't even know what you would call it. He's like a paid mercenary. And he's just there to protect this lady's uh, moisture farm, basically. And it's such a cheesy movie, but I love it. And it's this ripped cut Swayze because a lot of us knew him from, you know, Red Dawn. um, Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. The Outsiders. Outsiders. So it was this younger kind of ghost you know chick flicky kind of movies but then all of a sudden he could be like this badass action star you know i have always not only did he get this a few years later we get a top tier action movie of point break and again that's another one i want to cover i i I can't wait i mean keanu reeves gary Busey, patrick swayze come on that's that's like all of the things you know all the tick marks and excellent excellent indicator of the 90s it will be probably even later on but another swayze movie i feel is highly underrated but everyone should watch it is black dog with meatloaf oh yeah with the as the trucker yeah i love black dog i i have and i can't explain it it's it's it is an action movie but nowhere near like to the tier of what we usually cover but damn it that movie's so awesome yeah well, there's something about the late 90s where i think we were all kind of obsessed with truck drivers for some reason because yeah didn't like kurt russell have a truck driver movie then we also had that horror movie uh joyride with the paul Joyride had come out right about the yeah. same time it was like uh, i think those three were all right around the same time yeah i don't know it, it was swayze man and it, you know we don't have him anymore. That sucks. You know, I remember uh, where I was the day that I got the news of him dying. It was on Twitter. I had just seen the band Silver Sun Pickups. I was in Cincinnati coming home. I was in the backseat of a friend's car. That's how much of an impact it made on me. I don't know. Remember, I don't remember where I was, but I remember hearing the news. I mean, it was, you know, I know people be like, well, it's a Hollywood star. Why does it matter? Man, when you grew up watching these movies and you 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 know feel like they've been part of your life, as many times have I seen Roadhouse, Patrick Swayze yeah. has been a part of my life for a very long been time. A lot of times with Roadhouse, Point Break, and Red Dawn, hell, even Ghost. I love Ghost. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, movies man impact. So Ghost but, had an awesome ending. That's yeah, best, hell yeah, it did. Best part of Ghost. But everything about this man's career, and I remember like when he had the cancer diagnosis and he was filming the beast, I think ET had a special on him hoping to get like into the next season. Like it was sad seeing him go through that. Mm -hmm. It's terrible. No, I, 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 you know, it's just those guys that made an impact, you know, and he had a presence about him. And I mean, we, we, we kind of, we kind of put the crown on Van Damme and hard target as the best mullet ever, but Patrick Swayze's Roadhouse mullet oh. is way up there. To me, 
it might be the best hair in action movie history. Kurt Russell and Tango and Cash is probably, you know, you had you had Mel Gibson, Lethal Weapon, Kurt Russell, Tango and Cash, Patrick Swayze, Roadhouse. That it because it's it's mullet, but not what we think of with the shaved sides mullet. You know, business no, in the it's front, feathered party in out. The back. It's great. Very, almost Farrah Fawcett-ish. But I feel like know? even Kurt Russell was like, oh, Patrick Swayze couldn't play the role of Cash, so I'm going to honor that man's mullet by having yeah. my own mane. Oh, man. I love this. And then we get Sam Elliott, dude. Sam freaking Elliott. Who looks exactly the same age as he does now. <laughs> yeah. What's up with that? <laughs> like, like, they're calling him old in this movie and i'm like it's 2022 he's still running around this was 1989 you know yeah. it's like and sam elliott is, though uh he's got that bum knee in this and like just the way that he's got that grip that that voice man <laughs> we got My a Nana, sign i kid the, you not used to have just a framed picture of sam elliott in the living room <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, man. She's a huge Sam Elliott fan. You <laughs> name an older woman that when you say Sam Elliott, they don't go, oh, Sam Elliott. Oh, you know, I mean, I do the same thing. We all do. I, I Honestly, <laughs> I mean, Jackie was watching The Ranch, and I watched some of it. it. For some reason, it just didn't grab me. I didn't. Yeah, like I watched the first season with Cody. And then I, I never really watched anything else. I didn't, I didn't jump back into it, and but I loved Sam Elliott in it. And honestly, I, I forget who I was talking to. I think what turned me off from it was the language in the ranch. I, I, don't, I felt like they just did it because we could. And Yeah, it, when anything like that sounds forced, it's not funny. It, it really did. And I just... It's like some I, of those, like... Uh, animated cartoons that like try to be like south park it's like oh you're not getting the joke oh um what is that big mouth i can't watch big mouth i hate that oh cartoon. i love me some big mouth though but i know you hate it i i do but i love <laughs> f is for family you know uh i can't watch bojack horseman anymore because it depresses me oh, i was gonna say yeah bojack is just one depressing ass I, I i i can't do that but i also don't watch all the other like if there was a park ranger one with a bear I don't... exactly that was the one i was gonna think of brickleberry's awful oh yeah i i don't hoops on netflix was terrible there's some other ones no. but you know what those movies are those shows aren't roadhouse they are not roadhouse that is right nate uh uh y y you've got me all messed up here i know i'm supposed to do the three sentence synopsis for yep. the action show i i was tired of slaving over them putting so much time, thought, and process. Weeks he would spend. Weeks. I couldn't sleep at night sometimes. Literal weeks. For but three little sentences. This time I was like, you know, I need something that personifies my love of Roadhouse. And I think this is it right here. So in lieu of the normal three-sentence synopsis, I give you this. Oh, my God, Roadhouse. I want to buy this. Great. And as a bonus, I'll throw in what dreams may come with Robin Williams. No, thank you. No charge. I do not want it. But it's free, sir. If that DVD even touches Roadhouse, I will kill you. 
do not let what dreams may come touch my roadhouse dvd i will let you know something a i, I actually really like what dreams will come but b I was a Roadhouse fan before the Family Guy episode dropped. Oh, totally was. That, so but just that's so what... anyone knows, before they come ask, like, oh, these guys are just falling on the Family Guy joke. No. No, <laughs> we were. You, we were before that, but it means we loved that episode and we understood what Seth MacFarlane was getting at because he wrote that about me and Nate. That He yeah, was like, I met these much. two guys who love Roadhouse so much that they would roundhouse drive throughs just so they could scream roadhouse roadhouse that <laughs> forever and ever i want that on my tombstone actually roadhouse roadhouse here lies That's, there's the fun drinking Wait. game for this well, this week's episode every, yeah, time, every time we, we say, say roadhouse, roadhouse. Take, take a, a shot, shot. And if you're still alive, email us at gmbmampod at gmail.com. Good luck. <laughs> May the odds forever be in your favor, Roadhouse. So this movie starts out with just the epitome of cool. We have a very sharp-dressed Swayze being shown of just he doesn't even have to fight you to be such a badass. He just bees nice. Just got to be nice. Walk a guy outside, tricks that guy, and like, hey, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. And he's like, all right, now you're not welcome back in the bar. That is the ultimate introduction to an action character to me. Next to Commando. Yeah, I was going to say. Commando but- does the really, like, badass murdering everyone, and this does the opposite of, I'm so much, so much better than you. I don't even have to, like, lift a finger on you. And I I swear they went and got like the local professional wrestlers to be the bodyguard or the other bouncers in that first bar scene because they're all huge. Yeah, they're giant. Even Terry Funk looks amazing in this movie. Yeah, he does. But I mean, just just that first like you kind of feel like he you know, he's as the movie goes. He builds it up from nothing, which is what basically we were led to believe he did for this first bar. And it's really nice, really like calm. It's more of you like know. a uh, a club is what I got. It out looked of it. very clubbish, you know. Uh, you know, the they focus on the bands. There was a lot of people dancing, and then there was drinking and stuff. But no, it really sets the tone. And then he gets you know the job offer from you know the double deuce owner, and it. Again, it makes you feel like this happens all the time. That's how you get uh, Dalton, is you have to go find him. Then you offer him a job, and then he'll take it at his own, you know, passing. He'll, you know, now, he's like... I've been in plenty of hole-in-the-wall bars to oh, know yeah. that bouncers are a real thing. But I've always wondered, like, are coolers that much of a real thing? I don't know, but it had to be something. Like I don't feel yeah, like they just made that up. Yeah, it definitely had to have been up. something because, like, it felt very real, and just the way that, like, I guess as bar owners, like, it's like, oh no, if you want the best, you want Wade Garrett. You don't want yeah. me, you know. So it's like, oh yeah. shit. Well, coolers are definitely like well known in the bar scene and club scene as well. Then, well, even when he says you want Wade Garrett, he goes, he's getting old. So he already yeah. knew about Wade Garrett. And wanted Dalton. He wanted the young blood who was basically taught by Wade Garrett. Yeah. Um, but He's yeah, the I Anakin to the Obi Wan. 
I mean, I've I've been to a handful of those kind of like divey bars, especially when we would travel for work. Um, and I I only really remember the guys that are basically in charge of the double deuce first. Those are the bouncers you would deal with at those bars. Yeah, like you would always deal with like the really big puffed out chest dude. Yeah, the guys that have something to prove, you know, they uh, they they almost want to start a fight just so they have something to do that night. They don't you know, know how I mean? to be nice. That's why they're out. Right. Like your yeah. Last check. You're gone. Yep. Hundred percent. Let me ask you this: If you had to guess, how many bar fights do you think you've seen in your lifetime? Like actual? Yeah. Like real I was bar present fight. for. Yeah. Two. Not being a part of, but just no. like you've you've seen. Like two. Oh wow, that's lower than I thought it would be. And they, I didn't, I didn't go to a lot. I mean, when I say I've been to some of these places, I could probably count on one hand. You know what I mean? I don't. I, I never did the bar scene. You know, when I was younger, um, it was we would travel when I worked in Ohio. We would go all over installing windows and stuff for Pella, and we were just trying to find someplace a either to get something to drink or it was the only place to go get food. And you would end up in these, yeah, you'd end up these little bars and I, and honestly the bar fight was never what you saw in the movie. Like usually it was two guys that would get in an argument and then the bouncers would take them out. Oh, Um, see growing up in Springfield, you know, the Springfield enough said, (laughs) I swear there are moments where I was like, Oh man, if we go to the bar the night, there's just going to be a fight. Roadhouse, roadhouse, (laughs) roadhouse. I want to say at minimal, maybe five, but I I feel like I can probably count on double, like double hands, like both hands, how many fights there's been. I remember there was one time a fight broke out right at closing time. And I was sitting there at the bar having my beer. And then like a cartoon, a door opened up. And you'd have a guy just disappear, like he'd go outside. Then you'd have the door open back up, and three people started screaming, saying they're pepper spraying everyone. And I'm just drinking my beer, like oh, that sounds like a really entertaining thing is happening out there. And then the door would open up, and another person come in saying they're calling the cops. And I was like, I don't know what's going on out there, but it's not my fight, so I'm not getting involved. I just want to enjoy my beer. I just like how you were getting like a running commentation of what was happening out. Oh yeah, it was incredible. I could not explain what the hell was going on. As to why that was happening. Um, God, I've seen fights break out from the bar and go into the middle of the street. Springfield's fun. <laughs> well, Springfield. I mean. Yeah. There was a time, like how you said, like some of those bouncers always look for something to prove, where Cody had ordered a pitcher of beer for us. And then they said, wrap it up. We're closing. And we're like, what the hell? We just spent like 10 bucks on this. But because we were already hammered. Cody then took the pitcher and wrapped his entire hoodie around the pitcher. And we were giggling as we were trying to walk out the front. And then the bouncer went, Hey, what's in your hoodie? And Cody went, Oh, you mean this? And reached out and pulled out the uh, Holy grail of uh, pitchers. And the guy went, you guys aren't welcome back here and took it away from us. Oh, I would have been like, you're not welcome back and let you leave with the beer. That would have been nope, me. No, nope. he took the picture, but we were still totally back at that bar like a week or two later. They never remember. No, they, they're not going to remember your face. Come on, especially at two in the morning. You're just no. as tired as us. I considered getting into the bouncer industry once or twice because I'm not a small man. No, dude, you um, were born an asshole and just grew bigger. Yeah, and uh, 
none of the I thought you would be bigger jokes would work on me because I'm already bigger. Big. <laughs> I am a big <laughs> dude, but for some reason I just, I guess it's just where I just didn't really care for the bar scene. I was like, nah, I'm a gentle giant. Yeah, you are. I am. I am a gentle giant. <laughs> I do uh, love, like, speaking of Springfield, that the double deuce is referred to as being the worse than the toilet that they worked back in Dayton. And I'm like, yeah. all right, there's no way, because Dayton is where dreams go to die. Uh, then that makes me believe that it was worse. Well, no, I guess it wouldn't be worse. No. <laughs> Dayton's not great. I have been to Dayton quite but a bit. But that's times. the sequel we could have got, or the prequel, where it would have been the Dayton bar that Dalton worked at. I liked how Sam Elliott pulled up to it and called it the double douche. That was probably <laughs> one of my favorite scenes in that. It's just out of nowhere. He just like, ah, another place like this. And it wasn't even the shithole version. It was the... I it was the remodeled version. It was the nice version. version. Yeah, he didn't even get to see, like, when Dalton arrives, and he's just being quiet and observing, and there's just chaos. People are throwing beer bottles at the house band. There's already people, like, starting to break out in fights. You got the bartender stealing. You got another person dealing drugs. Like, it, oh, it is was the chaos of every bar, like, story that your parents would tell you as to why you shouldn't go drinking in one. It was every trope in one scene. Yeah. I mean, there was so, like, I've still, I watched it last night in high def. There's so many things they would just have going on in the background. Like, we saw the girl go to the bathroom to deal the drugs and everything. Well, when he starts walking to uh, the owner's office, you see her in the background walk past him, behind him, and she's, like, rubbing her nose. You know, you're like, yeah. they're, they're doing the whole, like, yep, she's back here doing coke, you know. And just there's so much happening in this movie. You're never bored during this movie. I no. mean, <laughs> seriously. And I don't care how many times you've watched this movie. There's I almost always see something new or at least something I've forgotten from a long time ago going, oh, shit, I forgot they did that part. That was really cool. Yeah, I always forget that, like, Keith David is in this movie. I was going to bring him up later. Yep. Yeah, I, like I it's one of those things in 1989. There's no reason to like hide Keith David. Like we know who he is at this time. You know, this is just after they live. Yeah. I, I'm so, but for some reason, he's just a blink of an eye. And there he's, there he goes. Yeah. He's, he's just very nondescript, but he has lines. So he does get to talk, you know, because they're like, you know, how's the whiskey looking? And he's like getting low. And then I think he, uh, says something later. Um, to him so i mean he had speaking lines he wasn't he just did he just away. didn't throw hands nope didn't throw hands he just stood back there behind the bar that was his job and he did it well yeah he did oh yeah <laughs> so one of the things i like the most about this one i don't know if i should say most but one of my favorite little things they do in this movie was non-fight related not yeah the non-fight related scenes was a, we watch him drive because he doesn't fly. You know, he makes that point clear. He gets into a Mercedes, a nice, pretty, clean Mercedes, and drives to, you know, the new bar, the Double Deuce. While he's there, he visits the bar. He's got the Mercedes, but he's not, like, working yet. The next scene we see him do is he goes to a used car lot. 
And you're like, what's he doing? And he buys this older vehicle. And the main reason he buys it is it has clamshells that close over top of the headlights. Because that was it. Do they work? Yes. And the guy shows him they work. And he goes, I'll take it. Doesn't haggle. Doesn't do anything. Buys the car. And then we proceed to watch him load like tires in the back of the trunk all this other stuff and we get a good payoff because the first day he works at the bar and fires people they mess his car up they pop all his tires they break his antenna they bust out the windshield you knew they would have busted out the headlights if they could have got to him so he was he was he already knew he's just been in this plans everything out yeah like yeah knows all right new place new guy that's going to be coming in, you know, running the show, they're going to hate me. Yeah. I'm not going to drive the pretty, you know, nice Mercedes that let me just say, had I knew I could get that kind of money for $5,000 to show up $500 a night and cover all my medical expenses, I may have become a bouncer. Yeah. But then you got to find <laughs> whatever this dude does for a living to like buy the double deuce. Cause I just don't picture someone with that kind of money going, Oh, that's the bar I'm going to buy. The one that has the most notorious fights in all the land. Well, and his whole thing was, I've come into some money. And he just says it in this weird way where you're like, yeah. I don't, are you My the grandma guy? died and yeah. now I have money. You're like, and I don't. grandma kept telling me as a child, do not buy a bar with this money. Child. I don't know if he's one of the good guys at this point or not. You know, he's like, are I, you Elon Musk? Mm. I think you've come across some money in a nefarious way. in the way that you kind of stroked your beard, as you said, I've come into some money. He didn't have a beard, but, <laughs> he didn't, you know, but you expect that. Like I've come into some money. I just, I really need a backstory <laughs> as to what the hell it was <laughs> and why the double deuce. He clearly yeah. could have bought a bar just as nice as the club that you see in the beginning. Or, you know, he could have went anywhere else. He he didn't have to be where he was nope. and buy that, that beer. small town. You know, but man, he was in love with that bar. He had a vision. He had yeah, blueprints. He, he had drawings. Um, like, what I love about Dalton playing like that, then he gets the most amazing rental space, apartment, whatever you want to call it, for 100 bucks a month. Even though it was a hundred bucks a month, I would have died there because it was in a barn. My yeah, I would have died too. My allergies would have killed me. Like Jackie just mowed a little while ago, and I had a probably a fifteen minute sneezing fit. Yep. And I take Benadryl and stuff daily. You know, so it's no, been that way since I was a kid. Fever is the worst, so I so, would not be able to live it. But I do appreciate it. And no AC would have also killed me as well. Well. What would have been the point for the AC? It's literally the top part of the barn. Yeah. Like they show the one wall and you can be so damn hot. You can see through the wood slats. It wasn't like it was drywalled, but they put in some nice windows and patio doors. And I love that Emmett's like, I just don't know why anyone won't take the spot. I'm like, (laughs) there's a lot of reasons why. (laughs) I love Emmett. This is one of my favorite whole things in here where he goes, well, I hate to do it, but I got to charge you something or the Presbyterians in the area (laughs) would uh, pray for my ruin. And he goes, how does a hundred bucks strike you? And Dalton's like, fine. Yeah. 
He goes, you can afford it. He goes, if it keeps you in the good graces of the church, he goes, funny how money will do that. I was like, that is my favorite interaction at that exchange in the whole movie. I love Emmett in this. It is just fantastic. And he, 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 he keeps doing it. He goes, Saw you had a lady friend up there. (laughs) God bless you, Emmett. I love it to death. (laughs) He saves his life and he goes, I'll be doing a lot better if you get off me. (laughs) Yeah, like after Roadhouse saves his life, he's like, all right, that's enough. (laughs) Oh, the, the, the characters in this, you know, talking about Emmett. But then you got Red, who runs the car parts place. I mean, just this... Red humor. Um, and uh, you know, the guy that owns the double deuce, uh, Tillman, he, he just has this, I, I don't know, man, this personality about him or something. You can tell he's worried about, um, Brad Wesley that we find out later. Brad like controls the entire town, but we yeah. never hear that Tillman has been paying brad the uh payoff but then you find out that he buys his alcohol through yeah. brad so i think that's how that little i think it's what it is because jeff bezos supplies the alcohol to the bar so that's why he kind of turns an eye to tillman but probably even, like, he's probably gonna jeff a good healy cut. who's never acted before this movie he just knows how to shred Dude. he's awesome and believable as like as Cody. One of Dalton's closest friends. I love that. I, I he he is probably also one of my favorite characters. I honestly I don't have an unfavorite character. Even the bad guys, I get a kick out of. Like the giant dude that looks like Jaws from the uh, James Bond movies. You know yeah. that guy cracks me up. Uh, you, you know it, Terry Funk and all these guys that are. The funny thing is, even as I was watching this, I was like. I wonder if Charlie is friends with any of these henchmen. One of these just feels like someone Charlie would know from a convention. Possibly. I'd have to dig. <laughs> like It's just one of those. I'm like, I don't know. This seems like a maximum overdrive situation to me. I am friends with somebody in maximum overdrive. But uh, my guess is I'm probably that whole Kevin Bacon thing where I'm maybe only like one degree away from. Yeah, kind of like how I'm one degree away from Billy Zane at the moment. Ha ha. Billy <laughs> Zane. The You're fight of shit. 2022 that I never knew was going to come. Never knew how days. close I was going to get. I, I I think I'd be one of the few people I'd pay to interview just so I could have him on the show. Billy Zane, if you're listening, I will pay you to come on the show so we can interview you just so I, I mean, can I listen to I'll Nate. allow it. Uh, yeah, Nate's going to be like, uh, I never said any of that. I don't know, I don't, I don't know what he's Billy talking Zane. about. And I've I'm gonna respected you and your work, Mr. Billy Zane. I'm going to have every drop of Nate's comments going, Billy Zane, I challenge you, Billy Zane. Not like I'm going to go roadhouse on you, Billy Zane. I think he would go roadhouse on him. Roadhouse. There we go. Y'all still alive out there playing the game? Because I don't think you are. (laughs) I don't think so either. (laughs) Least passed out at this point. I've also realized, because we've already lost all of our uh, listeners from New Albany here in Ohio, that the villain is just from New Albany. Yeah. <laughs> if you have a uh, very rich neighborhood in your state or country that you're listening to, just know that I will be making fun of them. You can send us an email at where, Charlie? 
G-M-B-M-A-M-P-O-D at gmail.com. Yes, send us an email of whatever rich neighborhood it is, and I will make fun of them. Oh, Nate. (laughs) I'm going to lose so many people. I think, like you and Pete said, we probably don't have many from that area. Nah. It's actually where all of our biggest listeners are from. Is it real? That's that's where they're all based out of (laughs) New Albany. Hey! Mm, They do not appear to like us, Brenda. Hmm. I'm sure they really enjoy our Dead Alive episode or our From Beyond. Dead Heat. (laughs) Dead Heat. Yeah. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. They're going to love Roadhouse. Uh, all right, Nate, I need a break. Let's let's okay. hit our let's hit our commercial break here and rejuvenate ourselves. I'll allow it. All right, we'll allow it. Uh we'll be right back after this commercial break. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling, the podcast that's based on the old school, but can still help you find the good stuff from today. Dangerous Dan Colley, the Professor Jimmy Street, and the Plastic Sheik Jared are the undisputed six-man tag team champions of the wrestling podcast world. From thought-provoking topics to superstar interviews to action figure expertise, this trio does it all. And all they ask is, give me back my pro wrestling. Every other Thursday, wherever you listen to podcasts. In Rambo's world, there's inhuman terror from Savage. Dr. Hyde! Savage's cybernetic leader, he's half man, half machine, with a face only Savage could love, and the terror doesn't stop. X-ray! Part man, part deadly missile system. You think X-ray's worried about Rambo? You think Dr. Hyde's worried about anything? New X-ray and Dr. Hyde each sold separately with their battle action accessories from Coleco. Hey, this is the one-man goldmine, the one-man enterprise of professional wrestling and all entertainment, Flynn Hendricks. And you better believe when I'm looking for a good podcast to listen to, I go to my own. I go to the I Know You Hear Me podcast hosted by me, Flynn Hendricks. That is such a fresh perspective for how you should look at life, too. Like, I just, I love that. And then when I'm feeling spooky, I go to my other podcast, Tales from the Haunt, where myself, I want my head shoved inside a 15-pound silicone mask more. You know, I want to have a bucket of sweat coming off me at the end of the night. And just Jeff. Dogs don't like eggs, <laughs> Talk to other scare actors about what it takes to get into the world of scare acting. So if you're curious about how people became professional wrestlers, actors, prioritized their mental health, became entrepreneurs, avoided burnout, or got into scare acting, you need to go check out I Know You Hear Me and Tales from the Haunt. Available on all podcasting platforms. And I know you hear me. Now, back to G.I. Joe. And we're back. Dude, we were recording. I'm like, it is hot as hell in my house. Like, it's almost as hot as the top of that barn. And I realized the heat was on. Why is the heat on, Nate? I don't know. (laughs) That's insanity, sir. It's like 74 degrees in here. I'm like, this is terrible. What's wrong with you? My, my, I don't know. I came home, I showered, and instantly started podcasting. I didn't have time to look at the thermostat. So I was wondering why you were so glisteny with your shirt off doing your uh, poses. My Tai Chi. Your Tai Chi, your Kata. Well, that's usually just because I'm I'm absolutely in love with Swayze. 
modeled your entire life after Swayze. Everything but the mullet. You're trying, though. I'm trying. You could get there. I, I think could. You could. If my well, job well, would allow it. I was going to say, will your job allow a mullet? I don't know. I have to check the guidelines. Is there a hair length limitation? I there is a hair that. length limitation. I know that. Oh, there is. Is there machinery involved that you can't like have your hair uh, around? No, not that I know of. No. Well, it's just shenanigans then. Like, If there's no machinery that can scalp hey, you. We're just now allowed to have beards. So. <laughs> and I, I love how like they got that notification, and I swear Nate grew one in a day. Yeah, that it was, was like a, two days later. I went, boys, this is how you become a man. It's like, poof, there is bearded Nate. Bask in his bearded glory. And then I deleted my PowerPoint presentation as to why we should have beards. That's right. But well, he, don't need this anymore. He immediately walked into the break room and roundhouse kicked the water cooler. Roadhouse. And said roadhouse. <laughs> Beard. Beard. Beard has freed his inner roadhouse. I probably could write an entire like philosophical book, though, on the advice that Roadhouse has to offer. I like how that was his major philosophy. Yeah, like I, I feel like there should be a, a philosophy book on Roadhouse. A philosophical bouncer. Just, it'd just be called Be Nice. Totally, man. I, I, it's one of my favorite things from this movie is the Be Nice mentality. It's be nice till it's time not to be nice. And I love that like people still think they can kick his ass. Oh, constantly. Like, I mean, there's that one bartender he fires right out the gate. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, well, my uncle like supplies your alcohol and I'm back. You're out. And then he pulls out a big old Bowie knife. And it's like, dude, you're just some bartender. You're going to get your ass handed to you. I, you say uncle, that I, I was unsure if I was going to have a chance to bring this up. That character in here as the bartender, they reference him as he is under the employ of Mr. Wesley at, because Wesley, he is the nephew of Mr. Wesley. And then whenever he gets his ass kicked after this and they have to go, you know, tell Brad what they did, he goes, my only sister's son. That's how he refers to him in this movie. I'm like, he didn't even call him family. He didn't call him oh, nephew. No. That's a business partner to him. My only, it just, it was one of those little subtle things of how. You're dirt beneath my shoe. Yeah, you're, you're nothing. Cause, and then he like basically dehumanizes poor he Jimmy. He dehumanizes or not all Jimmy, of his but, henchmen. Uh, who was, I can't remember the other guy's name, but he, like, beats the piss out of that guy. Yeah, like, he goes three stooges on all of his uh, henchmen. Yeah, he does. I do like, though, that he he's the one that punches, you know, during that whole, like, dress down, where he's, like, the one that makes the guy bleed and knocks him out. It was I was expecting, like, Jimmy to, like, kick him or something, or, you know, honestly kind of felt like they were going to kill him. You know, you're yeah, led up definitely. to that thought that they were just going to like, yeah, this guy's a piece of shit and we're just going to kill him. Um, but they don't. It was just kind of. I don't, I don't know. That was just the this was just a different kind of action movie to me. Like people get knocked out there and we'll touch on it when we get to the body count. But we kind of have to talk about it for a little bit is not a lot of people die in this movie. 
No, you just get a lot of people beat the shit out of. Yeah, I mean, it's uber vi- It's super violent. Like, super violent. They reference a lot of violence. Just, it's not like they're pulling out guns constantly. It's no, just, like, it's just a different kind of violence. And yeah, it's, it's not like it's a kung fu down. violence either. This is like knuckles the face, American style, I guess. I don't know. Well, even as Swayze, who you can tell is trained in some sort of style, it's still very, like, bare-knuckle. Gritty, bare-knuckle. No holds bar. His fighting stance on a lot of it isn't anything that's like what you expect from, like, Van Damme. Not orthodox or anything like that. No, it was almost like he's fighting the style that drunks usually take when they get in there. Yet he could then, you know, swing a badass roundhouse to your head because you're not expecting that you know he's very agile and quick in this movie but i I mean swayze makes you believe he does that which he does you know it wasn't like this was so calm and cool yeah like every time he is in a fight it's just so graceful that's it and i think that's a lot of the dancer parts of everything I, i think so too it's just like the man's a damn good dancer but it's also a Patrick Swayze thing. I mean, tell me a movie that you've watched of him that you didn't go, man, that, that character's really just cool. Point Break, very cool. You know, very controlled. Uh, you know, you haven't seen Steel Dawn, but when you watch it, he's the quiet, kind of reserved guy till it's time not to be the quiet, reserved guy. <laughs> you know, Ghost, he's not a fighter in ghost at all but he's very cool he's very yeah, calm very cool and to wong fu thanks for everything julie newmar he's <laughs> just cool <laughs> like, i need to revisit that he's movie. got some it's been a while i'm gonna love me some john leguizamo man uh wesley snipes is in that too yeah wesley snipes <laughs> patrick swayze john leguizamo it's a great movie um I've seen Fantastic it a handful comedy. of times. It's just been a while since I've revisited. Same, it. it's been a while. Yeah, nothing wrong with it. I'd like. I'd be curious how it holds up now, though. Yeah, that's you know, the that, thing. I'd be curious to see. It was groundbreaking when it came out, but I almost wonder if it's not the type of groundbreaking that's allowed anymore. You know what Could I mean? Be. Who knows? Tearing down barriers that they were like, no, 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 we're not. <laughs> we're not with that barrier tear down. So uh, another reason to show that Dalton is just the coolest, he carries his own medical records, Charlie. He does, man. All of his, like, stitches. It's all just of easier. His... Yeah, he's got 31 broken bol- bones, two bullet holes, four mm. stainless steel screws, and now nine staples after he gets cut in the, the most recent bar fight with the Bowie knife. Right. Also, now I'm like... Does, does does he write his own wounds that he tends in his own medical record? Because he's got the stitching on his arm that he did himself. He didn't go to the doctor, you know. So does he draw that in himself as you know, Doctor Dalton, and you know that he's his own <laughs> practitioner? Well, I mean, he even had like the diagrams and everything of where he's been cut, stabbed, you name it. Oh yeah, it had like the body, and he could draw it. That's what I'm saying. Like, did he draw the part on his yeah, arm? He probably did. 
you know, she's reading it going, well, I've never heard of this Dr. Dalton. He's like, well, I'm working on my doctorate. So I just felt it would be easier to write that in now. Yes. And I like to doodle where all my boo-boos are. <laughs> doodle my boo-boos. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> never thought we would use that phrase in this show, Nate. Thanks for breaking ground again. Always am. All, you know, and only on our roadhouse episode. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to use that button. I don't care. I love that button. And the great thing is this scene now allows us to set up our romance character with Kelly Lynch. And I think she is a fantastic lead in this. I agree. She's believable. She is having fun with him. She is afraid of Jeffrey Bezos. She cares for Red. Well, I would hope so. It's family. That's her uncle. Exactly. But, like, you know, you believe it. It it has that small town girl charm i guess that the 80s like and 90s knew the girl next door kind of thing yeah it, you know because you get that kind of when we first meet her she's wearing the glasses she's in her doctor's outfit you know very plain looking and then she when we first see her out when she comes to the double deuce aquanet with hair up to the sky and you know a shorter tighter dress catches everyone's eye you know that kind of character but no, I like her in this, and I feel like she kind of holds her own with Patrick Swayze in this. You know, oh, she, especially certainly. especially when uh, Sam Elliott's character gets introduced to her. Exactly, like, and she, I know she's giving it back to him as quick as he can give it to her, as far as like snarkiness or quips. I love he's that whole interaction. Oh, he's. I almost want to believe that was ad libbed. I think it would make it even better if I could know that wasn't scripted. And they were just like, Sam Elliott, just be your own, you know, kind of, I don't want to say sleaze ball, but you know, he was, he even goes, you know, a girl like that doesn't deserve, or a, a smart girl like that doesn't deserve an ass like that. You're just kind of yeah, like, something like that. <laughs> that might be the line that we can't say nowadays, even though I just did. A girl with brains like that shouldn't have an ass like that. That's what it is. You know, I was like, I want to know that was like. Uh, ad-libbed by Sam Elliott. <laughs> yeah, Sam Elliott didn't know the cameras were rolling. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Give me some of that stuff where you're like, I didn't know we were filming. They put that in. And that's awesome. It's funny because right after she gets introduced, that's when we get Sam Elliott being introduced as well because Dalton calls him up to kind of let him know what he's gotten himself into. So I was trying to remember watching it on television, and I'm pretty sure it cuts to just him on the phone with Dalton. You don't get that like opening shot of the titty bar, you know? Yeah. I don't think that you get him like being a bouncer at a different bar at the moment. I think they're just on the phone. I think it's been a while since I've seen that version, but that's, but I was trying to remember because they couldn't have shown the, the army guys at the, stage because you know there's stuff you see in that scene yeah i remember that he's on the phone and then he makes the joke about the big white mint in the urinal i've always remembered that from the tv edit until i saw the uncut and then you're like oh he's he's working in a titty bar. which it does it seem a little weird though because dalton was taught by wade garrett but wade garrett didn't seem like he was in a bar that was cleaned up like exactly Dalton i does. thought that was strange too so okay. like the way that i took it because you would think that wade garrett be working at a fancy club like dalton was 
Yeah. And I'm thinking maybe he retired from that kind of lifestyle and just found himself at a place where not many fights are going to break out. Because they're right. not usually going to happen at a strip club. It's just like, hey, hands off the merchandise. Kind of and that's thing. that I just think pipe that's, down, bud. That's probably I think there's I'll like rough you up if I need to. But really, I just don't need to because it's not going to happen here because they only show it was one fight. He had to go break up and it was one on one. It looks like he's not even in like a a big ass strip club. It looks no, like a it strip looked club like has two strippers and that's it. There was like <laughs> a handful of strippers. Then there were pool tables and then a bar. I mean, it was not a big it literally looked like a hole in the wall. You know, yeah, those like just something that is way off on a downbeaten road that no one ever travels to. And he just happens to collect a paycheck from from there from time to time. I That's kind of maybe maybe that's what it is. Maybe he just travels from bar to bar. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. You know, very kind of nomadic. And he just pops into places that he has worked at. And they're like, oh, yeah, you can like work here for a month. And, you know, then move on. But I, I always just kind of because the way they talk up Garrett in the movie and that he taught Dalton everything he knows. Why was he in such a shithole kind kind? I don't want to say shithole, but he's in a strip club. It's not yeah, anywhere. He's definitely what, in something that would not be. Yeah, what it's what not what Dalton has been cooler because I love him. I love like the project, the progression of Dalton. Like when we first saw him. It was a nice bar. They're all wearing like matching shirts. It was very, you know, set right. Double deuce. It starts out really rough, but by the time we get towards the end of the movie, they're all wearing like red shirts. Yeah, they all have their uniform. They're in their polos, which I want a double deuce polo. Yeah, so I, that has to be someone that's or just a double them. deuce t shirt now. Like especially after yeah. watching this and getting ready for the episodes, like I need some Roadhouse merchandise. Roadhouse. And definitely, Roadhouse. like, I know I said that Patrick Swayze might have the best hair in action movie history. When they introduce Sam Elliott, he might have the best hair in action movie history. I, it was just... That salt and pepper. That Sam Elliott oozing of, I don't, I want to say cool, but we've already said that about, uh, fine. The oozing of sexiness from yeah, Sam Elliott. Yeah, that's all it is. It's just pure manly sexiness. When he from puts him. his hair up in that hair band or rubber band, and I it's love not like sending that gift to Hannah. <laughs> it it's so I uh, I shared earlier in well it'd be a couple weeks ago from when you guys hear this. I had put in the group one of my favorite lines in the movie, and my buddy shared that Sam Elliott gif in there. I'm like, yeah, you get it. Because like, I didn't I put Roadhouse. I don't get it. I don't understand why he's so attractive. I'm like, no, he he is. Like, you're wrong. <laughs> I, uh, I don't. I, I don't understand how you don't understand. And the gift is so like it is a creepy looking gift. <laughs> it is, but we all know what it is, and we all get it, and we're like, yes, we Roadhouse. Agree. Roadhouse. But no, I love everything about Sam Elliott in this. I I find myself to where I'm even like watching the other bouncers in the in the double deuce because i'm really liking their characters you know you got the heavy you know set guy i can't remember what his actual character name was once it was like tiny or something like that but he's like falling asleep at the bar when we first see him and then later on it you kind of feel like he's dalton's like top guy yeah you feel like he's kind of like the supervisor or something like yeah. that on the it's ship like that, that guy then dalton dude. yeah because yeah. and he 
he always looks. He has a I lot love. of respect for him. Yeah, and then the, you you get that progression of before they do anything, they look at Dalton, you know, and Dalton always does like the head nod, like go ahead. Even like I was a little like miffed that he let his boys go up against Jimmy when they come into the bar after they burn down uh, Red's place. I was like, I feel like Dalton would have known better than to let his guys go up against Jimmy. You had to know that was like the boss fight. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I don't think that was a smart, cooler move on Swayze's part. Um, Cause man, that dude wrecks them with a pool skit with a pool cue. Yeah. It really does. Think to drive home the point of like Dalton and his men is like when that gang shows up to start trouble, when the bar is all nice and neat now, all the, the knife boot wearing scene. the knife boot, yeah. Yes. And Dalton's like pointing it out and you know, letting them all go handle it and taking the fight outside. Mm-hmm. You know, Dalton immediately grabs that guy's leg and twists his ankle, like immediately went for the biggest threat to anyone and then throws his boot up on the roof. Yeah. I love that. Boot. <laughs> I was I you think he would just take the boot off and throw it? No, you watch him like throw it up towards the double deuce it's on the roof now you know there's no chance that guy's getting his boot back not at all and like even when they show up he's like we're closed he's like sure does look like you're having a good time he's like you're too stupid to know to have a good time that's exactly it and he's like yeah yeah they do look like they're having a good time (laughs) (laughs) i can only imagine what top gun did for the navy roadhouse did the same thing for bouncers in like the late 80s early 90s It made me think about it. Honestly, I think if I could have got the paycheck that Dalton talks about, I probably would have done it. I might still do it if someone offers me that kind of pay. (laughs) That's good pay even for 2022, man. So now we got what Wade is officially in town, I believe, at this point. Yeah, we can say Wade's in. He called. He needed. So Wesley shut down their alcohol uh, distributors. So my guess is he calls Wade to call someone he knows from probably further away and get the alcohol flowing back to the double deuce. And then, boom, we get Wade Garrett there. Which is definitely one of my favorite fight scenes, I think, in the movie is because when Wade shows up, Dalton's getting his ass kicked during a beer delivery. Oh, God, he is. Because Bezos' men are smashing every single beer bottle, and Dalton confronts them like, hey, not on my watch, and then begins to roadhouse their ass. And, of course, because he's beating the hell out of them, that's when they get upset and all, like, hold him down and start beating the hell out of him. And then you get this incredible scene of Wade Garrett pulling up on a bike, an old-school Harley, because, of course, and then he's just kind of chuckling and laughing as Dalton's getting beat up. And then that's when he chimes in and you see him do like the same techniques that Dalton has going for the knees. He gets a dick punch, you know, he's taking out each person one by one. (laughs) It's incredible. They go for the knees so many times. You go for a knees. The man will fall down. That's right, man. Even the biggest man will go down. If you take out his knee, I can, I can vouch for that. No one's ever took out my knee except myself. I've taken my own knee out. And yep, it hurts. <laughs> you don't get back up very easily. Eventually, I'm going to make Dick Punch of the Week a segment. Dick Punch of the Week. 
Maybe it should be monthly. I don't think every movie we watch has a dick punch in it. I, I feel like there's more dick punching in movies than we remember. I know you've been bringing them up a lot more lately. Yeah, so. exactly. That's why I keep noticing it. Nate's like, I'm pretty sure there's a lot I'm more dick sure punches. I'm pretty sure there's more here. <laughs> Tune in next week for Dick Punch of the Week. We'll, we'll see if there actually is one, but we'll we'll try our best to get Dick Punch of the Week. <laughs> now we go through a dry spell of no dicks getting punched. Guaranteed. I'm looking at the list of movies right now. Don't know if there's many dick punches in these. I don't these. think there's going to be. <laughs> I think you picked a bad time to stand on that hill, Nate. Maybe July. <laughs> uh, we, might, we might have to do a Dick Punch Monthly special. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Every like, movie August will is... be the Dick Punch Month. Every movie's guaranteed at least at least two dick punches. I don't want to just guarantee one. I'll go every, through every all of my have... movies, just fast forward and watch them at like three speed. Like, come on, where's the dick punch? We'll do a Mortal Kombat, definitely for one of the action. There, one, know, boom. One, one of already, we're a quarter of the way there, guys. Quarter of the way for the dick punch month. I like it. <laughs> Dick then we'll have month. a stats at the very end of the year for our next like anniversary episode of this is how many people got punched in the dick. I like it. Yeah. I think we've hyped it too much. We might actually end we up might having have to do to. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Nate. I'm not editing this out because it's part of the You're episode welcome. now. It's part of the Damn it. Roadhouse. Episode. Roadhouse. 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 And now we get Wade Garrett is finally gets introduced into Kelly Lynch's character, and they all have a very lovely night out on the town, the night, local diner. Running into morning, like yep. they've been out. I don't a know long how time. they stay up that late after working, fighting, and then like proceeding. I guess that's a lot of coffee. I guess that's all it is. It's just coffee. Well, Nate, uppers. I'll get all the sleep I need when I'm dead. God, he's full of so much wisdom. He really was, man. He really was. No, uh, so we're gonna we're gonna speed up here a little bit because it's it's gonna be a little bit before we make it to it the end. It could be a seven hour episode if it was up to me, just being like, man, Well, I love we're Roadhouse. just talking about Roadhouse. So we find man, out that Swayze. Kelly Lynch's character used to be married to Brad Garrett. Garrett is now determined to destroy everything Swayze. I guess holds dear, even though he's, I'm guessing we're going over a couple of months because we've now watched this. Yeah, I was going to ask you, do you, how like is it a couple of weeks? I feel like it's over. I think it's been months, years, be- something because like that. of how the double deuce has progressed. Exactly, um, and like with Wade Garrett being introduced, we find out that Dalton has killed a man. Um, yeah, Dalton killed because a man. he was sleeping with a woman who was married, but she, the, he did not know that she was married, and the guy pulled a gun on him. Yep. So when it became a matter of life or death, Dalton had to protect himself. Exactly. Um, it was self-defense. It, it haunts him because yeah. he's not that type of person. So uh, Brad Wesley has been retaliating. He goes after Red's place, burns it down like we talked he about. He doesn't burn it down. He Michael Bay's explosions, that bitch. Well he, well, he burns down Red's. He monster trucks the dealership. He Michael Bay explosions Emmett's. I feel like both of them get 
super explosion. Oh, Emmett's all of them is just like Jimmy and the dirt bike going. (laughs) How did Jimmy sneak up there? Did he push the dirt bike all the way there? He had to, uh, which was it's not fun to push a dirt bike. Okay, no, I've done it. You know, that's not fun at all. But I'm like, because it's the most annoying sound in the world when he takes off. (laughs) That's exactly exactly what it sounds like. It sounds like the aliens from Mars Attack. That's exactly what Jimmy Sturt bike sounds like. And then we get pissed off Dalton and he takes off bolting across the road, heads him off somehow. Jimmy has to be gone the slowest yeah, dirt bike. Jimmy is like man. scared of dirt bikes is the only thing I could think of. He's doing like Dalton is able to catch up to him. Two miles an hour, jumps, knocks him off there, and now we get uh henchman boss fight. Um, yeah, we do. And I love it. This is this is one Dude, of the fight. other reasons this is action movie because we get a killer fight in this, and Swayze gets his ass beat for a good portion of it. You know, it's, it's, it looks real. It looks believable. It does look a lot, you know, pretty believable. You can tell they're getting tired. Like even Jimmy's kind of like, okay, enough of this bullshit, and pulls a gun, and he's like, I'm gonna kill you the easy way, and it triggers Dalton back into you know, killer mode. Yep. And kicks the gun out of Jimmy's hand. And then he rips Jimmy's throat out the old bare hands, the old three finger throat rip. God, I love it. (laughs) And I am also just sitting there going, why is Kelly Lynch so mad at Dalton? Like, I don't get it. It reminded me of walking dead. When Rick's wife was like, you need to do something about Shane. And Rick goes and kills Shane. She's like, that's not what I wanted you to go and do. I'm like, right. what did you want him to do then? <laughs> do you want me to take him down a road and leave him and hope he couldn't yeah. find his way back? But Jimmy gets a shot off whenever Dalton kicks yeah, the he's gun. Shot so first, you heard he's it. He's allowed to rip the throat off. He's allowed. Yeah. And she is pissed that he k- killed Jimmy. Yeah. I don't understand it. I don't either, but I also get we get the biggest baller move ever from Patrick Swayze. Yes, exactly. Yes, and we do. He drags Jimmy's body into the pond, screaming Wesley, and then pushes the body towards Wesley's side of the pond. Because what is cooler oh. than the fact that the hero lives directly across the other side of the pond from the villain? Yeah, that way and he I'm, can conveniently push it that dead body his way because they're close enough there they're not using binoculars to see each other because oh wesley watches patrick go to bone town on his ex-wife and then he watches old (laughs) dalton just come out all naked and sit on the roof naked which i really want to do now i just don't think my neighbors would be very happy with me i don't I think you have enough neighbor issues. Naked Nate does not need to make it. <laughs> no. But and man, I know he's laying on a blanket. But yeah, on a roof naked that looks very peaceful and tranquility. I I, I don't I don't feel that. <laughs> it's the philosophy of Roadhouse, man. Wait till you see my book. I, I'll look forward to Nate's philosophy of Roadhouse. Uh, <laughs> Chapter 69. Perfect. Naked on a roof. Nice. 
So we get light speeded across here. There's a few more altercations. Now Wesley's just kind of done with him. And well, Wesley's threatens... done with him and gives him a phone call of like, well, heads or tails. Yeah. You know, and, and he's and like, what do you mean? And it's, well, which one do you want to live? Is it going to be your love or is it going to be your friend? Yep. And hangs up. He flips. Hangs up. And goes, I wish I could tell you the outcome, and hangs up. And I'm like, that is some stone cold stuff right there, man. That was that for a Wesley move, that was pretty baller on his part. And I think you know? one of the things that we did kind of gloss over is before Jimmy dies, he does fight Wade. Like Wade gets beat up pretty badly from that. He does, but he's still moving, you know. And yeah. again, I and I, I do think that Wade was just going fifty percent on him too. Well, yeah, I mean, the man drinks like a fish, and he also has the bum knee. But again, yes. I'm still mad at Patrick Swayze for letting anyone else take on Jimmy in the bar other than himself. That never should have happened. You, That should have been like, that's my guy. Don't touch him. You know, I got this guy. But no, he takes on like nobody's in the bar fight. And I was like, that's nah, bullshit. I don't yeah, like and that. then as soon as that phone hangs up, that's when Wade comes into the bar beat to a bloody pulp that oh he's messed up off bad. screen happened yeah of like the guys beating the shit out of him yeah and because they go well i was the lucky one that tells patrick that he's got to go they're after the doc um and he goes to get her she's still pissed off that he killed jimmy again don't understand that whole dynamic there he gives up goes back to get Wade because they're going to leave. He's like, screw this town. I'm done. Let's bolt. And he gets yeah, he's back. He's ready in. to go. Yeah. He like gets back to doc, the bar. Like, we're going. Yeah. He gets back to the bar and they have stabbed Wade Garrett. He's dead on the bar. And with a note saying it was tails. Yep. It was tails. Um, And that just sends Patrick into the final Final phase of the movie, the big, yeah, the big now he showdown. turns feral. He was oh, domesticated. He, now he's a wildcat. He takes his good car to Wesley's and sends it flying through the fields, the fences, through the guys shooting it with shotguns. Yeah, they're shooting. They're just loading it up. Awesome segment, man. I love it. And even we get that classic: the car launches and the guy shoots it one more time, and it blows up. And then it, you know, comes to a stop, and they're like, "He's not in here." And then it's, I, I like how they did this. It wasn't like he just magically popped up. The one guy goes inside and he just starts finding everyone like knocked out or incapacitated. Like Dalton is running around the mansion, just taking out everyone. Once again, off he screen. is doing the opposite of commando instead of going in full guns a blazing. He's in stealth mode. Yeah. And like, he, he does take out a few people like killing them wise. But even he gets one guy to like shoot his friend, and then yeah, he gets the, the bartender knife guy. That at another guy. Yeah, well, he ki he does stab the knife guy because that's the guy we we understand killed Wade because it's yeah. his knife. So he does stab him, but then uses him as a human shield from the nephew's shotgun. Then he pulls the knife back out of the guy and throws it into the nephew. I was like, that was an awesome kill right there. And he falls off the balcony. And now we have the showdown between him and Wesley. So we get a little bit more cat and mouse. We end up in the trophy room 
So as we now find out that Wesley's like this yeah, big trophy tons hunter, and tons of taxidermy animals, tons all of over the place. everywhere. And then we get something that I don't know if we've seen in many movies. We get like a spear fight. <laughs> yeah, Wesley, because if loses, you're in a trophy room, you have a bunch of loose spears just lying around. He throws one spear at him and he dodges, and then he beats the crap out of him with another. Then uh, Dalton breaks it, and they still end up in this fight back and forth. And he gets the upper hand on Wesley after he pulls the gun on him, and he doesn't kill him. He actually yeah. holds himself back. And the he's doc- got Wesley leaned up against the chair, and he's got the three fingers. He's got the hand. Oh, yeah. It's cocked. It's loaded. It's ready. He's it's got- craving a throat. It wants a throat. The three-finger throat rip was ready to go. Doc shows up. She's all like, oh, what's going on? Like, you, bitch, you know what he's doing. And he doesn't do it, and he gets up, and Wesley's able to run and grab the gun, and then, bam, gunshot. Camera shows Wesley gets shot. And honestly, huge blood splatter. The first time I watched this movie, it is very, you know, unexpected, this whole ending segment. Like, I've seen it enough now, it doesn't have the same impact. Oh, no. But, yeah, he gets shot by a shotgun, and we get panned over, and all four of the other business owners are there. And they all have a gun, and they all take turns shooting Wesley. Seeking revenge. I love this ending. Each one takes their turn shoots him dead the last one literally like blows a hole through the guy it's the bloodiest shot yeah and he falls into a coffee table falls through the glass top (laughs) coffee table dead the cops show up red grabs the the gun first time yeah first time we've ever seen the cops the cops have finally decided maybe we should do something now they're not mentioned one time they are they are mentioned that Wesley owns the cops because that's when the guy goes, I can call my buddy in the FBI. That's the only time they're even yeah, brought up. It's implied, but it's like these are the small town police department, which I'm guessing only has two cruisers and oh, one you know. cop. You know? So <laughs> I would say because the way they were dressed, it looked like two cruisers with deputies. The sheriff looked like more of like the detective because he's in plain clothes. But it was. Well, still I was suit. just guessing the sheriff also works at the locally local grocery store, and he kind of got voted into this position. And went, oh, as uh, as most I, I do own three do. more guns than most people. So yeah, sure, yeah, as most small towns do, that's how it works. And they're like, "What happened? I didn't see nothing. Saw Everyone." Nothing. And then Timmer, the big fat henchman guy, had a polar bear stuffed fall on him. And his, my favorite line of the movie is, polar bear done fell on me. <laughs> and that's it. And then everyone laughs. And, and I think it. that <laughs> that was an outtake. I swear it had to be. And, and they, they left it in. it in there. It was... Because they are literally trying to stifle their laugh when he says that. Oh, hold on. I do have. I thought I had it. Hold on. A polar bear fell on me. A polar <laughs> bear fell on me. I, 
I love that. We line go back to the double deuce. Everything is good. It's fine. Jeff Healy just starts rocking out. Yep. Jeff Healy plays, and that's the end of Roadhouse. 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 <laughs> why is it Roadhouse. <laughs> why it's doing that? Oh, all right. And a Cinemac masterpiece ends 1989. Ends. Finn, as they would put. Yes, Finn to the year, the decade of the 80s. That's it, man. That's it. All right. Uh, we're going to do body count. Can't uh, we? Before we do body count, I had a new segment to introduce. You have another new segment to introduce me to. The Broken Bottle segment. I don't know how many people have died in this movie just yet, but I have calculated at least 7,422 bottles, three chairs, 19 tables were broken in this movie. Well, Nate, I guess we've been co-hosts for a while now because... Um, I, this is totally un, we didn't prepare for this. Nate doesn't know my special body count, uh, segment. Oh, so, uh, does it bleed together? Uh, yes, yeah, special kinda. broken bottle segment. Um, let's, let's go ahead and play the intro and, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let you, I'll let everyone here, including Nate, uh, my, my special body count. Yeah. Leave anything for us? Just bodies. Body count. Body count. Body count. Body count. So, um, <laughs> I, threw, I, I threw a wrench at you and you weren't ready. <laughs> that was a big wrench you threw at me. As a dodge a wrench, you can dodge a Nate. Um, yep. <laughs> so, the body count in this movie is five. That makes sense. Yeah. But we've also mentioned that this movie is uber violent and it really is. So um someone took the time to do a rundown of the violence in this movie. Now these numbers are not including anything happening in the background fights either. So there's a lot more happening other than what I'm about to read off. So with the five deaths body count, the Roadhouse edition now has one jugular extraction, four table (laughs) smashes, 55 face punches, four gunshots to body, three kick firing gun, 12 face kicks, one spear throw, four stabbings, seven pull cue hits, nine kicks to legs, 26 stomach punches, five bottles overhead, 24 kicks to the chest, and one bear crushing. A polar bear fell on me. I effing love Roadhouse. This came from, (laughs) I should have got the author's name, but... This was done from someone at Entertainment Weekly. Went through and counted. And even stated, like, I couldn't count everything happening in the background. So there's more 
There was also some stuff in there that I did. There was some smaller things that happened, like one one ear cupping where he brings his hands over top of the guy's ears in one of the bar fights outside. You know, I, that always seems so painful to me where you cup your hands and slap them over top of someone's ears to do that, you know, like air pressure. It has to suck bigger than almost getting kicked in the dick, I think, you know, because you couldn't hear it, it, it like get you all like discombobulated almost. But uh, I had to do something more than five on the body count. So I found that uh, Nate was ahead of me, apparently, because he wanted to talk about. I just want to talk about the bottles getting smashed. All of the breakage in this movie. You know, that's not like the amount of uh, cases of beer and whiskey that got yeah, smashed. That's I don't understand how this guy had the money to afford just keep repairing everything. He's come into a bit of money, Nate. <laughs> don't ask questions. He had an airplane ticket I said, ready. Don't ask questions. <laughs> 5000 and then 500 a night plus medical. I can live with that, Nate. I can live with that. He came into <laughs> some money. All right. All so right. That was our body count. So now, now we do our still new kill, kill of the week. Of the week. Have you ever killed anyone? Yeah, but they were all bad. So, Nate, we have five to pick from. I think we're going to have the same one. I think we are, too. We didn't last time. But uh, this time know. I'm feeling certain. On okay. three, two, one. Throat, throat rip. rip. Out. Yep. 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 <laughs> throat rip. Come throat on. It's rip. like the greatest kill in it, cinematic history. It's one of like, my favorite. I love when MacGruber parried it and he had to go for the turkey and throat rips. Yep. <laughs> and it's also the one that he does it quickly and you're kind of like, aw, but when the doc flips him out of the water is when you see the gore, like yeah. the literal esophagus, like peeled out from his throat. That's what I love when MacGruber did it and just the amount of like blood they did each time. Oh yeah. They just kept getting more and more, <laughs> yeah. you know, because I'm more sad at the Sam Elliott kill. The other one was, um, Wesley just getting shot. Wesley getting, which is graphic. It is. And, and then the two, the two guys. Two henchmen. Yeah, because there are other henchmen laying on the ground, but it's never confirmed whether he just knocked them out or killed them. So we can't count them as kills. Yeah, I and think even, he just judo chopped them and then they fell. It would totally different if he killed everyone all the time. Then I would be like, yeah, those guys are dead. No, I feel like he really did knock out. He restrains some himself. Like yeah. he only kills in self defense. Exactly. And that's what he does in this whole movie. So no, I, I kind of figured we were gonna hit the same one. On yeah, that. I mean, it's an iconic kill. Okay. So we'll, we'll change up <laughs> favorite fight in the movie. Oh it can't be with Jimmy. So favorite fight bar of the fight. Week. <laughs> bar fight of the week. What's your favorite bar fight in this movie? God, it might be the boot knife one where they take it outside and start rumbling. But nah, nope, nope. It's the beer delivery scene. It, it's definitely the beer delivery scene. I do love the beer delivery it's scene. The introduction but... of Wade Garrett, the way that Dalton kicks their ass in the beginning. 
Uh, everything about that is awesome. I think I'm going to take the the one where Jimmy does like the pool cue thing at right after. Uh, oh, where he does like the flip off the pool table. Yeah, that the, that whole thing because gambit. there's so much happening in that fight. Like all of the bouncers are involved, even though they shouldn't have been fighting. That's like Jimmy. the big war scene, I guess you could say. It, yeah, it's like the pre rumble, I guess, you know, yeah. that. But I'm I'm going to say that's probably my favorite of the bar fight of the week. So, all right, cool. Well, we were close. We did good. Nice. We, yeah. we we nailed we nailed the uh, uh, kill of the week because we've had a dry spell of not agreeing on our favorite kills. <laughs> <laughs> our uh, only five. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, that's kind of why or, it was. Or like, very easy. <laughs> very easy. Uh, okay, so we've done our. F- kill of the week now we go into our alleyongs i guess everyone's priority guessed how high we're rating this thing <laughs> nate you go first brother all right it's always has always will be a 9.5 now you're probably wondering why is it not a 10 it's because I've always wanted Wade Garrett to survive. It's my only complaint in the movie. It really is. It it like it's an impactful death. It hurts to see it happen each time. But man, did I want him to ride off into the sunset with Dalton and Doc. I, I just have a hard time believing they would get the jump on him before he, you know, gets his ass beat and get the jump on him again with a stabbing. I it's just Wade is too awesome. He's too vigilant. And where's everyone else during all that? You know, like yeah. the bar is, I know it's early and bars aren't open early, but come on, Dalton was there. There was a reason for him to be there. So, uh, no, I, I, we got the same kill of the week. We're giving it the same, same, uh, Ali Ong. It's nine and a half for me for as many times as I've watched this movie. I can, I can turn it on right now and watch it again. And I just watched it last night. Um, I have the Blu-ray coming. I ordered the Blu-ray after I rented it on prime. Jackie's like looking it up for me. She's like, well, why don't you have like a, an updated copy of it? And I'm like, it's just, I, I asked I don't myself or- the same thing, but why I, I also, have a double do shirt, you know, I also watch it on television and I, I kind of, you know, it's always on somewhere. So it's just been one of those, like I, I get the fulfillment of watching it just because it's always on. But it's it's literally one. I, I, I guess I have to say this is my favorite Patrick Swayze movie. I love ninety nine percent of his movies. Yeah, I'm not a huge dance person. I think Dirty Dancing is one of the only dance movies I've ever watched. Um, yeah, same. I've never seen Grease Nobody all puts the way baby through. in a corner. I've never watched Footloose. Um, I, I don't oh, Footloose is sweet. <laughs> I, I, I don't watch those movies. Um, I don't like musicals either, you know, and, but I've seen dirty dancing Patrick Swayze. Um, and I'm sure there's movies he's probably done that I either haven't just seen, not that I wouldn't, but it, this is probably my favorite Patrick Swayze movie he's ever done. Um, and I'll agree. It's not a 10 because it's only got five people that die in it. Uh, yeah. but Wade like, Garrett dies. I don't. I agree with Nate. It doesn't make sense why he dies. Doesn't. Um, like, like we said in the beginning of the episode, like 
even after watching this for like the millionth time, nothing has aged badly. No. It is aged like a fine whiskey. It, 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 God, man, I, I can, again, that just goes to the fact that I can watch this anywhere at any time, man. I could watch this now and be perfectly happy with it after just talking about it. I could watch it tomorrow. Like, there was a moment where me and my buddy Dom were watching Roadhouse nonstop. It just felt like all we were doing was getting together, having an excuse for me to get drunk and watch Roadhouse. Right. I could I could turn it on in my shop. Honestly, what I'll probably do is when I get that Blu-ray, I'll just put it on in the shop and just let it play over and over again. You know, it's just like, what's what you watching in the shop today, Charlie? Roadhouse. Oh, that was perfectly timed, Nate. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fantastic movie if you've never seen it you were born yesterday um there's something wrong with your life because yeah. man man oh man you're missing I, out watch it if I, you hope, don't, you, I hope you've seen roadhouse if you don't want language and you don't want to see boobs watch it on t- the television cut because that's how i was introduced to it and i still love that movie even if it's edited if it's on one of the television channels i'll watch it you know that it, it, you you can't hurt that movie even in the edited version. It's that good. Um, yeah, no, it, it's, it's that damn good. It's that damn good. Nine and a half across the board. I, I wouldn't expect any less for Roadhouse. Um, nope. Nate, I don't. Did we even have? Is there even a bad review? So for trash opinions. Hold on, I got one. Was really hard. I got us a drop. Hold on. Oh, you got a drop. Hold on, let me redo that. What the hell was that? Hold on. Your trash, kid. <laughs> what is that? Your trash, kid. Your trash, kid. <laughs> What's it from? I don't know. Found it on YouTube. Trash, All right, whatever. <laughs> I'm using it. So we're still working on a drop for that. <laughs> Your trash, kid. I'm using it. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> you make one then. Your trash, kid. Shit, okay. <laughs> so it was really hard. Like where I usually go, there was one where it's only one percent of users had a one star rating and they were just like one sentence. But I got one. It was hard though. Okay. This is from Cardinal Dude 2003. I don't like him already. Wrote this in 2003. He entitled this redneck movie. One star out of ten. If you enjoy monster truck rallies, think pro wrestling is real. Have an IQ under 70. Or you think you are Bruce Lee. You may enjoy this movie. Otherwise, my IQ's higher than 70. I do too. He's kind of nailed it on everything He's nailed else. it so far on everything else. <laughs> Otherwise, don't waste your time. Swayze is the best cooler in the business who also is a philosophy major and is hired to be the bouncer at a bar with more fighting than drinking. Now nah, they're pretty even. Yeah. Sam <laughs> Elliott, an actor who I normally like and for some reason is in this swill. Ooh, big word. Wow. Is his mentor slash bouncer friend. Very typically local evil businessman sends a bunch of thugs and henchmen to quote unquote, beat him up so he can buy the place lynch is in the movie for window dressing and hot babe 
falls for the tough guy role. Very predictable, mindless violence action movie that is very bad. And that's how it all is written. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds like you're reading it word for word. So I don't, he is not the wordsmith I was led to believe. No, he said but I mean, swill. he pretty much nailed us right at the very beginning, though, with monster truck rallies and pro wrestling. I mean, we brought it up. So, you know, yeah, <laughs> we love, you know, you paid for what the whole seat, but you're only going to need the edge. <laughs> yeah. Wrestling's not fake. It's real to me, damn it. <laughs> oh, well, as far as I'm concerned. Your trash, kid. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that one's staying just because it aggravates Nate so bad. It does a little bit. Uh, I love Roadhouse, though, so it's okay. <laughs> Roadhouse. Uh, I just say we do a reboot, and like a year from now, we just do Roadhouse again. Just our yearly Roadhouse. Our yearly episode. Roadhouse watch. I like it. I, I would do that. I would do it. I, I, I'm in. We're doing it's a our Christmas special. What is? Well, it's not Christmas now. We have to do it every year. So yeah, it's you're every, right. Same time every May, we will do spring into Roadhouse. Wait. Well, hold on. When does this release? Oh, it releases in May. I had to look at my calendar. So it'll still be May when everyone hears this. You spring into Roadhouse. That's how we introduce you to the nice weather. Yeah. April showers bring Springs. Roadhouse. Way to step on my drop, Nate. Thanks. <laughs> roadhouse. I am one with the roadhouse. Apparently. And the roadhouse is one with I. Your trash, kid. Oh, you piece <laughs> of shit! <laughs> I found a new use for the trash segment drop. <laughs> when a Nate joke goes flat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we've drugged this episode on long enough. I could keep going. <laughs> I know we could. We could. We could. We'll tr we'll have a redo in 2023. <laughs> Can't wait for the reboot. All right. Well, everybody, thanks for checking us out on our latest episode of Give Me Back My Action Movies. Next week, Give Me Back My Horror Movies. I'm going to go ahead and drop a tiny little teaser that the month of June, we're taking a trip. It's going to be a long trip. It's going to be a long trip, but it's going to be a fun trip. And that's that's all the, the hint you're going to get out of us. But just, uh, we it's a theme month. I guess we, we could say that. It's a theme yeah, month. Yeah, it's definitely a month of theme for both horror and action. Yep. And once you see what the theme is, you're going to be like, oh, I see where they're going. It, it, yeah, figuratively because every literally. good franchise has to do this theme. Yeah. So uh, stay tuned. We will be having more coming out uh, as far as that goes. And pretty much once you see the first couple of drops, you'll be like, ah, we get it. Uh, but thanks for listening. The very first uh, movie, we're like, oh, okay. Yeah, oh, <laughs> we get it. So if you haven't gotten enough of us on the podcast, always remember that you can find us on almost all of the social media platforms. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, soon to be YouTube all under the give me back my action movies and give me back my horror movies headers. Pretty much once you start typing that in, one of the accounts is going to pop up. So, and also you can search out the give me back my podcast network that will take you to the Facebook page 
which will show you all of the shows that are part of the network with Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling, Monster Movie Stomp Down, Good Beer, Bad Movie Night, I Know You Hear Me with Flynn Hendricks, and Tales from the Haunt. So, ton of great content out there, ton of great podcasts. Please go check all of us out. Um, I'm going to drop another quick teaser. We have an awesome interview coming very soon on the Monster Movie Stomp Down. I got to sit in on this. We are super excited that we got in on this movie with on the ground floor. It's not even going to be out yet. And just keep watching those socials over at the Monster Movie Stomp Down to see more. Nate's all like, I'm upset that I wasn't involved. Uh, yeah. Did, did, did you get to ask him Shrek 1 or Shrek 2? I did not because I didn't want to step on your gimmick. I, I Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But, you know. Yeah. Now we'll never know. Well, I'm not saying we won't be able to talk to him again, so maybe. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You but better make a good impression. I feel like, I, I think I felt that you would be upset if I asked that question, because you'd be like, that's my thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. back off, bitch. Yeah. I'm like Roadhouse. I, Roadhouse. I can't take that onto another show. That's That that stays here. That's, that's for here. Yeah, so. yeah. It's not a network question. It's a Nate question. It's a Nate question. I, may, I got a little tally. That I have in my notebook of who's yes. cool and who's not cool and who's confused. <laughs> yeah. So far, you've kind of ran the whole gambit of that with yeah. our interviews. <laughs> sometimes it lands. Sometimes, sometimes I have it no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it gets awkward. But I have, I have ruled that Nate can continue to ask the question. So. Yep. And if you know me and spend time with me, oh, you're bound to have an awkward moment at some point. Exactly. Just like Ten minutes in. You bastard! Uh All right, buddy. I think we're done. They're tired of listening to us. Thank you all, and we will see you next week with our horror version. Nate, you got to get us out. You got to get, you're the one that has to get us out. All right, so I guess I can't look at my phone anymore, so what's the good word? You're trash, kid. You're a real piece of shit. And I thought you'd be bigger. Hey, Nate, I found another trailer. Oh, did you? Yeah, check it out. Okay. Help! Somebody! These drunk redneck truckers are trying to have their way with me! Not while my scrotum is pressed up against my stomach in these jeans, they won't. That was awesome. And its message is timeless. Peter, the only message in that movie is that every problem in life can be solved by kicking. <gasps> oh, my God. Brian, you're right. Peter, I'm joking. What did you say to me? Peter, what are you doing? Get off my plane. That's not even the same. Oh, what the hell? Not gonna talk to me like that in my bar. Not a bar. Oh! <laughs>
Roadhouse.